T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Thayer, Chicago Bears radio analyst. There was one time we were playing Tampa short yards goal line. I was in the end zone waiting for Harbaugh to throw me the ball. Instead of throwing the ball, he ran it in. And I go, Jim, you could have padded your stats by throwing me a one-yard pass. He goes, I know, but I thought you'd drop it. You think you had good hands? I I know I did. 41-12. Look at these things. 1985 Super Bowl champion. Walter Payton, Mike Ditka, Hungry Chicago, finally champions on this January day in New Thayer with Mully and Haw on 670 The Score. Bears. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Tom Thayer is simply a local legend. And it is a humiliation to share the airwaves because we are clearly not worthy. But but the great man joins us now on the Signature Bank Score hotline. Signature Bank, making commercial banking personal. Tom, what a privilege. How are you, buddy? Molly, I can never fill your shoes, but thanks for the compliments. <laughs> <laughs> you probably couldn't fill my shoes because your feet are three times their size. <laughs> uh, so listen, Tom, we're watching these games, and it, it was pretty extraordinary, I think, to see three different linemen being able to dominate the Buffalo Bills in the way that they did. Cincinnati going into Buffalo and winning has to – and not just winning – kind of dominating that game. That has to be the most surprising uh, turn of events. That, that Even though we knew they could do it, it was still pretty extraordinary. Yeah, to me, I was disappointed because I thought Leslie Frazier was showing his hand too early at the line of scrimmage. When you have an interruption in personnel at the offensive line, the last thing you want to do is give these guys seconds within their mind to be able to communicate their assignments whether it's run blocking or pass protection. So Leslie, instead of bringing bodies from the second or third level during the course of the cadence, he started during in the cadence, lined up at the line of scrimmage already. So when you talk about an offensive line, that gives plenty of time to make sure that everybody is understanding of the gap they're responsible for, the direction of the protection, and then the quarterback where their vulnerabilities lie. And I was kind of thinking, I was going, gosh, Leslie, why wouldn't you, you know, come from different levels during the cadence? So now you're interrupting the thinking process of whatever new offensive lineman is in there that knows the system the least. And so, you know, that kind of stuck out in my mind, you know, the whole time. And then, you know, Joe Burrow, he doesn't have a lot of pre-snap movement. So when they break the huddle, they kind of go to the line of scrimmage, understanding what the play was called, 
and now what everybody's responsibility is. So, yeah, that kind of caught me a little bit uh, aback, but just because I was thinking, man, with three offensive linemen in there, uh, Buffalo should be coming from everywhere but where they're expected to come from. That's a great point, Tom. And I think here in Chicago, we're always straining for takeaways, looking at what teams do that have success in the playoffs and how the Bears might be able to copy that or how close are they to doing that. I don't know if that if there is any obvious ones that stood out over the weekend. I know everyone wants to point to Jalen Hurts and the, the step that he made, and maybe Justin Fields can make a similar step, and I hope that's true. But, boy, the Eagles surrounded him with a lot uh, of talent on the on the perimeter and also with an offensive line that protects him. Do you see anything close to a Bears takeaway possibility in the playoffs? Um, well, you know, you said it. You know, can Justin Fields take the step that Jalen Hurts has, has been able to take? But, you know, when you're talking about the support of the running game that, uh, that they gave um, – the Eagles, the Eagles had, you know, you look at the amount of two, oh, well over 200 yards rushing. And that kind of t- relieves a little pressure from any quarterback, no matter if you're the most experienced or, the mo- or you know, a guy that's developing. You look at, you know, Tom Brady, for example. Here's a guy that thinks he can go out there and throw the ball 70 times per game in the whole season and then come out, you know, with a successful season at the end. No, you can't. Once you become that one-dimensional that your your offensive performance, your offensive rhythm is never going to be achieved. But when you look at what uh, you know the Gi- or the Eagles have been able to do to help a guy like Jalen Hurts and the uncertainty is his shoulder healthy or not, um, boy, what, you know what a big plus that has given him. And I think um, the Bengals might have had 144 yards rushing themselves. So you know the teams that needed to run the ball to support their quarterback they are both able to do it and then I think if you look at a you know you do a reshuffling of the quarterback position right now you know Joe Burrow may you know right you know and it's kind of hard to you know evaluate Patrick Mahomes Patrick Mahomes 100% healthy is still probably up there at the top but you look at what Joe Burrow's been able to do with a injured offensive line and going in there to a really hostile environment in Buffalo during a snowstorm and have the game he has. And, you know, uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, he's using athleticism, accuracy, intelligence, and the support, uh, you know, a supporting cast to have, you know, one of the better performances in the playoffs. The the San Francisco defense really carried them to victory. I'm just curious, how do you see the matchup between San Francisco and the Eagles. And, you know, again, no rookie quarterback has ever been in the Super Bowl, let alone won a Super Bowl. But if ever there was a team that seemed kind of quarterback-proof, maybe it's this one. Yeah, but you know what? I'm not going to let San Francisco come in here and do what they want to do. And that's, you know, uh, rush the passer, trying to make him uh, so unproductive on first down that immediately – you give them the advantage by being able to put their pass rushers um, in use. To me, I'm going to try to be as physical as possible. And I've always said it at, at Bosa, and I'm going to try to give him a pounding in first and second down to take a little bit of his third down sting. And I know they have other guys too, but, you know, point of emphasis is always where can I put Nick Bosa to give him the best opportunity to, uh, to rush the passer. So, my first priority for the Philadelphia Eagles would be to run the ball as much as I possibly can. 
keep and keep their defense, their defensive pass rushers in a run accepting stance. And it's, it's two different stances. When you look at defensive linemen that want to be pass rushers or defensive linemen that need to be run stoppers. So Tom, we haven't talked to you since last Tuesday, Kevin Warren was introduced to Alice hall, big day for the organization. Uh, he won the press conference and now the hard work really begins. What was your biggest takeaway from the Kevin Warren introduction? You know, that he's left a positive impression behind him wherever he's come from. Um, I know a lot of guys on the Rams Super Bowl team, and I've talked to a lot of those guys. I know Pete Bursich really well with the Minnesota Vikings. I talked to him for a while. And then you even get a, you know, a, 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 you know, a positive message from what, where he's come from. And I know that some of the difficulty that he had to live through in his tenure at the Big Ten with the pandemic and everything and expansion and all that kind of stuff. However, when you look at where it's, where it's at after he leaves, it's probably better off in every one of those football teams. Um, and I, you know, I don't, you know, I know early in his career, it's not necessarily that it was his responsibility to keep the team running. However, the team was better off when he left it than when he got there. And I think that's super important because the Bears are an organization right now that they need to be better. They need to get better. They need to be able to turn uh, Justin Fields and um, off-season off free agent money and this position in the draft into a, a division qualifier. They need to, you know, they need to, he needs to turn this team into a division winner and um, with more immediacy than, than time because you've got, Detroit that's really getting this thing turned around uncertainty about the quarterback position both in Green Bay and Minnesota and that's the one position that you have certainty in and Chicago is the quarterback position so if this thing is uh, competing for a division next year and into the future then I think that says a lot about what he's able to accomplish but what he's accomplished up until that point you know sure live sure is a positive um, in all the places he's been. Yeah, you know, it's it's really interesting to kind of look at the playoffs through the lens of the Bears, right, to try to figure out um, how far they are away, what all these results mean in terms of, you know, we know that it's pretty wide open. And in the NFC, you got like a really good team without a really good quarterback in San Francisco, and, and no rookies ever made uh, the, the big game. And then you got the Eagles – who the Bears kind of want to be, right? Jalen Hurts, and and he's the one guy left that you could kind of see a little Justin Fields in, and Hurts really put in all the time. It's just like a, it's like a little snapshot of where you want to be, but I'm not sure how quickly you get there, and, and I'm not sure if you can get everything accomplished. Um, just looking at how much money is available to people, obviously the Bears have the most amount of money, that that just means that there's going to be like a real bidding war because there's a lot of teams with a ton of money, including places like New England, um, you know, places that uh, are going to be able to spend the money too. Yeah, but you you know, look at those other teams and look at what position um, that they need the most. And right now, if you narrowed it down, he said, okay, what are the bear? They're only going to be able to pick two positions. I would still say offense and defensive line. And when you look at the Philadelphia Eagles and what they, you know, when they break the huddle, both in offense and defense, you look what's coming at them. You look at kind of what San Francisco has been able to do when they break the huddle and what's coming at you. So to me, is hey, what is what is New England's priority and what is uh, 
what are the Bears' priorities, and I and I do think um, the Bears' priority is offense and defensive line. And you know, New England might be a team out there that still looking for that. Core. Is Mac Jones the future? Is he, you know is is he the guy that's going to bring a championship to New England and and Bill Belichick second go around, or are they going to have to replace the quarterback? And it's going to be interesting to see where they feel that they stand at this point. Tom, Luke Getze is going to be the head coach at the Senior Bowl, give him some experience and also up close and personal look at any prospects. What are your thoughts on that, and how valuable of a resource could that be? Um, you know, I – God. You know, it's kind of funny because Luke Getze being the offensive coordinator, I, you know, like to see, you know, how well he coaches the plan that's in place because they're giving him a playbook. He's not bringing his playbook to the Senior Bowl. And so how quickly can he teach – uh, this system efficiently to a young group of guys that he's going to meet. And then a week later, they're going to play a game. And I, you know, I've been to the college all-star games and I know how vanilla some of these game plans can be. However, that's, you know, it's going to, you know, see from Luke, but uh, you know, I guess if Luke was the offensive coordinator for the bears and they were going there to pay attention to the quarterback position, that would be one thing. But to me, it's still about is Luke going to be able to keep his eye on offensive and defensive linemen when they're going through one-on-ones or when he's watching tape of their seven-on-seven or teamwork drills because that's, again, what we're talking about being able to identify. But maybe there's a quarterback that Luke will see that is a draftable guy that is a solid future backup for Justin, and you could possibly develop into either a a draft day asset, a, a trade asset, or even a guy that may be able to come in and, and play for you at some point in their career. Oh, man, I got to tell you, Tom, it is, uh, it's just sad that we talk about all these playoff teams and the Bears seem so no. far away. I mean, I would love – I'm with you. You know, I just I – just, I don't know how you get that much better that quickly. I, I, I think they're going to do a lot in free agency, and obviously the draft, you've got that number one pick, and hopefully they can cash in on it. But it's almost like they have to cash in on it because the next pick they have is like whatever, 53, 54. So one pick in the top 50, if that can get you multiple picks in the top 50, then maybe you have a chance. But, man, I I know people love their rookie class and everything, but there's just so many openings on this team. It just feels – You know, know, I'm not – listen, I'm not not saying, boy, oh, the Bears got the number one pick in the draft. It's all going to be turned around next year. No, I'm with you. I want this thing turned into – multiple picks but then if you're going to turn it into multiple picks i want to see an 8 1983 resulted draft you know when it was jimbo and willie golf in yep. mike richardson mark bortz uh richard dent myself you know um and and just and the other guys that came came along there you know Dorson and stuff so if you can hit on one of these drafts that give you a draft class that is going to be the core of your division winning playoff winning future that's what the Bears have to focus on more than oh this one pick in the draft because listen man I see I've, we've seen as many failures as we've seen success stories out of the number one pick in the draft mm. but when you're talking about the success success story where you took one pick and turned it into three or four picks and then the result the overall result of that draft cl- draft class it may play more of an important role than just having that one player at at the at the top of the draft and I don't know if that guy is there is you know there's no one yep. really to me that I'm going oh my god I gotta I gotta have this guy 
in the, in the locker room by tomorrow. Yeah, it's a it's a great point. Tom, you're the best. Thank you, buddy. Great catching up with you. Thanks, Tom. Bye, guys. Talk to you soon. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 